Radhika Jones, Editor-in-Chief of Vanity Fair. If you enjoy binge-watching the best TV shows and love hearing from the actors and showrunners who make them happen, then subscribe to Vanity Fair. Our Hollywood reporters take you behind the scenes of the year's most anticipated projects, the industry's biggest moves, and the hardest-fought awards races. From The Crown to The Real Housewives, we've got the inside scoop. As a special thank you to our still-watching audience, we're offering 15% off a yearly digital subscription to Vanity Fair. Visit VanityFair.com today and use promo code POD15. That's VanityFair.com, promo code POD15, for 15% off a yearly digital subscription to everything you want. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. don't really understand how I ended up here. Dashing around and losing sight of myself in the process. Hello and welcome to Still Watching, a weekly television podcast from Vanity Fair. I'm Richard Lawson. I'm Hilary Busas. And I'm Chris Murphy. And we are back. And this time around, we are going to be talking about season six, the final season of the Netflix series, The Crown. This is not one we have tackled on this podcast before Mm -hmm. uh, for reasons that we'll get into later in terms of (laughs) formatting. But don't worry, we're going to explain how this podcast is going to work when the show is, well, available in two kind of big chunks. But um, before we get into that, Let's just talk more generally. What do we think about The Crown? I mean, obviously, it's a very VFE show, but um, are we fans? Well, I guess I have to be honest. I wasn't a fan until season four. I sort of was like... So Diana was your window in? Diana was my way in. I mean, that's understandable. I think she's many people's way in. Mm -hmm. And I thought that season was fantastic. I really loved it. Emma Corrin, Josh Charles, they were so so great, so fantastic. And then I, I fell off in season five. I've since watched season five, right? But, so mm-hmm. it's been a little bit of a. I was a late arrival, and then I was in, and then I was out. Mm-hmm. I guess they brought me back in again. Season five is yeah. more sort of the divorce, right? The kind of d- dissolution yes. of the marriage. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. I think I think that I am sort of with you, Chris, in that I think that the crown has had ebbs and flows. I think season one's really good. I mm-hmm. think Claire Foy is great as the queen, as the young queen. Um, I think that has some really great moments. You know, the the Elizabeth and Margaret relationship is mm. fascinating and complicated, and especially in those early seasons, it's a real focal point of the show. And it maybe sort of loses its way a little bit kind of in the middle and comes back really strong when Diana enters the picture again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think The Crown is really interesting. It's It's got great performances. You can see how much you know, detail is put into every yeah. like recreation of every giant moment. Um, it's clear, it's a very, it's a famously expensive show and I mm. think it shows on screen. But um, don't worry, the British taxpayers pay for it. <laughs> well, and I think it's also <laughs> really interesting in like a meta-textual way, if, if I may sound a little obnoxious, as sort of an argument for the monarchy because I think that that is kind of 
the shadow project of the show is like, this is why you should care about the monarchy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I have British friends who are like, why are Americans so into that show? Like, <laughs> no one cares about it here. I mean, I'm sure that's not entirely true. But it, yeah, the royalism of the crown is always something that's up for debate. And it's something that I am, you know, as a fan of the show, as someone who's reviewed seasons of the show, I'm certainly cognizant of and critical of. And yet, I hate to say it, I kind of don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like you could, I, look, there's plenty to roll your eyes at on mm-hmm. this show, often in the way that, like, uh, Peter Morgan is sort of slavishly devoted to the, the, the legacy of this family. Mm-hmm. But I do think that where it counts, well, not always, but in, on certain occasions, he is, the show is critical of them, at least to some extent. Totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, Prince Charles breakdancing <laughs> to show how cool and— like, When there's the Chiron, the that's like, there's Prince a, Charles he raised has a billion raised dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Prince Charles England. is a good guy. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. stuff gets a little silly. But I, I don't know. I don't I don't. Th- it's not as if, like, it's, like, ending every episode with, like, the, the waving the British flag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's not happening. Yeah, I think it—I agree. I think it, it at least invites that it's got straight, and I think it will— depending on the episode and how the season goes, of whether or not the queen and her family, how much, you know, love they deserve and how important are they really to the British people. I think while it might secretly be royalist, it at least promotes a discourse that I think is interesting. I think, you know, now more than ever, <laughs> we should yeah. be interrogating. Yeah, totally. Uh, and this is going to be, you know, I hate to use the word, but it's going to be kind of a juicy season. I mean, that, that's a horrible word to use when half of it, Someone I think, has died. is going to yes. be about Princess Diana's death. And the queen just um, died. But I think they're also going to go, because it's the last season, I think they're going to go into, like, adult William and Harry mm-hmm. and all that stuff. We're going to meet Kate Middleton. We're going to meet Kate Middleton. Um, we're all going We're not going to meet Meghan see- Markle. Allegedly. Yeah, okay. it's supposed to end. It's supposed well, to be right, the end. Because but... she's... <laughs> Peter Morgan would never allow such a thing. <laughs> um, um, but you may be curious. So what's happening is the show is kind of coming out in two blocks, basically. So there's going to be four episodes on November 16th. And then there's going to be a break until December when the final six uh, of this 10-episode season air. So... Uh, because it's not airing week to week, we at Still Watching have had to kind of figure out how this is going to work. Um, what we're going to do is next week, the 16th, we're going to have recaps of episodes one and two. Those are going to be separate episodes of Still Watching, but they'll be at the same time time to when the, the episodes are available on Netflix. Then we're going to drop episodes three and four. Then we're going to take a break until the December drop. And that week, you're going to see recaps for 5, 6, and 7 in the Still Watching feed. And then the week after, it'll be 8, 9, and 10. So basically, you, the listener, can time when you want to listen to Still Watching. You can and should. Yes, should when you want to watch the episodes. I don't recommend watching one episode of The Crown and then listening to four episodes of The Watching. That <laughs> there would be might a be weird some way to spoilers do it. Yeah. If um, such a thing to exists. To be fair, yeah. I firmly believe that you can't spoil things that actually happen that, in a yeah. separate conversation. Yeah. Um, so we hope you'll bear with us as we kind of negotiate this different formatting. You know, obviously, this is a first for us. We haven't really done a Netflix show before. I'm still watching. That's because of the way that the episodes are released. But we figured that the final season of The Crown, this being Vanity Fair and all, uh, we just had to do it, and um, I hope you'll stick with us throughout, uh, you know, the rest of the royals. Yeah, and you can you can always binge uh, still watching when you're done binging The Crown um, and just yeah. not have the experience end for another 10 hours. Yeah, 10 hours of The Crown and 10 hours of us. I think that sounds great. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you again next week uh, for our recaps of episodes one and two of the final season of The Crown. See you then.
If you're a fan of Real Housewives, Vanderpump Rules, or any other shows on Bravo, you know that being a Bravo fan is basically a full-time job. On the Mention It All podcast, presented by Betches Media, I, Dylan Hafer, am keeping you up to date on all things Bravo. On each episode, I break down the drama from the latest Bravo shows while filling you in on breaking news and social media scandals you need to know. Plus, you'll get to hear some of your favorite Bravo celebrities and media personalities mention it all about what happens on and off camera. I always make it nice and easy to keep up to date on everything Bravo has to offer. Come on, you know it's about Tom. I mean, it's about time you allow me to emotionally fulfill you and your Bravo obsession by checking out Mention It All on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Know that.